Yay! Today we're talking about underdog stories, which like, oh, I don't know if you know me yet, but I love a good story. And more than anything, an underdog story. Hello, that's like gold, just gold. Um, So that's really what we're chatting about today. Just this idea that you can start as an underdog, you can work your way up, and that can become a part of your superpower. Like your willingness to start at zero is such a beautiful thing, and all of us are starting there. So don't kid yourself and don't ever feel beat. Like you want to start something, there's gold there because you want to. And I can promise you that the energy sustains, that it will feed. If you're on the right track, it'll just keep feeding you. And if you're willing to just start and be the underdog and be okay with that, like you are going to get somewhere amazing, right? And it all just starts with the intention behind your work and the beauty of who you are and who you want to be. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You know, this whole journey, the entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine, feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough that I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to what was meant to be my destiny. And now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that I could have never expected starting this a year ago. Starting to just show up and ask questions. And if you want to start all the way back in season one, you can start there. If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you keep growing. That's what the Death of a Dream podcast is all about. We're so grateful that you're here. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. That's me. Um, that was a very strange way to sing the intro and 
We did it. Okay. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness because I just couldn't even wait to get up here. I'm not going to lie. Everything was just like running me upstairs. Like, do we even really have time for makeup? No. Let's just do this. Let's record this episode. This is where we're supposed to be. Uh, okay. So my great thing from yesterday. I don't. Shoot. What even happened yesterday? What even is yesterday? Do days exist anymore? Because they honestly just feel like months of time passing, but no like individual days where we slow down. Um, maybe that's just me. Just me. Okay. Never mind. Never mind, everyone. Just me. It can't just be me. It can't. So yesterday, my great thing, I think it's just been like talking to new people, finding new people in a time where like we aren't supposed to be doing that, right? This should be the time where you talk to less people because of, you know, COVID and quarantine and the inability to leave. And I feel like my circle is just expanding with the most amazing people. Um, and like, I said on my vlog the other day, like, I just feel like I'm living portions of what I dreamt. Like, this is actually what I wanted to do. These are actually people that I wanted to speak to for the longest time. And I never knew how I was going to get in those circles. I never knew how I was going to have conversations like this with women who are just like, fiercely amazing. Every single one that I talk to just has this beautiful and amazing story and background and like reason for being. And I wanted to talk to more people about who they were and what they did and how, like how they're leaving their mark. And I'm just beginning to do that. And it is like, energy over energy. It's the most amazing thing that I ever could have envisioned for my life. And this isn't like a, hey, pat myself on the back. Although it freaking is because you know what? I feel great about it. And it's time that we start patting ourselves on the back. And I realize that's a crazy way to start my show, but it's my show. So if you aren't about confident women growing in their own confidence and their own spaces, you can turn this off now. Goodbye. Um, if you are about those things, please stay. That's what this is about. That's what grounding yourself in your greatness is about. And every day that I get on here, it's still kind of a challenge to come on and know that this one thing, this way that we start our show could detract a lot of people because it's wildly uncomfortable, right? If you have started to add greatness grounding into your daily practice, it's a little uncomfortable, isn't it? Still is, right? But this is how we grow. This is how we begin to shape our lives and move them towards the things that we want to accomplish. We make greatness a part of our every freaking day. So I just love I love being able to help people tell their story. I love people 
telling me their story. There is nothing that gives me more energy. This is like, this is what I was doing before I was even doing this. Like I lived for the days where I could just learn more about people and their origins and like how they ended up right where they ended up. And you know, like if I could do nothing else in this world, that's what it would be. And I'm starting to do that. And that seems crazy, right? It's crazy. And it's not, it's not even that crazy. This is, this is why I want to tell you this. It's like, we started this podcast from nothing, 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 right? Like I was in a couple of weird Instagram follower groups that I have since left. Um, but like zero. And if you want something, your willingness to just continue to show up will pay hand over hand. Like practice makes perfect. So true. Dude, I gotta tell you, there was a reason that no one listened to my podcast because it was terrible. Now, like, oh, hopefully when people listen to it, it helps them in some way to go, huh, she's a lot worse than I <laughs> than I would ever be. She really had no idea what she was doing. I kind of know what I'm doing. Good. Then go. You're absolutely right. I got on a microphone millions of months before I ever should have. You're not wrong. And look at where we are now. Now, I don't know. We kind of have some music. It kind of seems like a thing. We have guests even. Like, but my biggest flag that I ever wanted to plant for people was just to show them that whatever they have is possible. And if I prove that, right, if this story plays out the way that I envision it playing out, you'll be able to take part in what it looked like building it one step at a time. So yes, it looked like building a podcast without a good title or, I mean, it's subjective. So your title is you. Like I believed so much in the death of a dream being the title. It spoke to me so, so clearly that nothing else made sense. And so that's what I had to run with, right? <laughs> I don't know. And I just, I don't think you're going to be wrong. I just don't. And that's totally what we're going to talk about today because the madness, the madness, people, the places, oh, the places you will go. So go ahead, take time for yourself because girl, anything that you are doing, you should feel amazing about like anything. I don't care what shit. Yesterday I talked about coloring on a freaking chalkboard. That was my great thing. And honestly, I still look at that chalkboard every day and I'm like fangirling myself. And it probably is a less than mediocre chalkboard coloring, but I'm all about it. That may be my greatest accomplishment of the month. And I feel good about it. Like, I can't even help it. 
I don't like, I like woke up my kids. I'm like, hey, I don't know where this life's going to take us, but I'm pretty sure I just opened up a whole new possibility. I could totally be a chalkboard artist. Um, you can check out my story <laughs> if you want to see what it looks like and you can just see why that's really not even real, but I feel that amazing about it. That's the point of your great thing. Like, what do you feel freaking awesome about that maybe doesn't even make sense to anyone, but you're willing to own? Like, I'm willing to own this chalkboard paint, drawing, whatever, I don't know, all day long. Because it feels really, it felt great to just do. It just did. And maybe that's why I feel so great about it. Maybe it's not even that good, but art is so subjective. Like, who am I to judge what's good? Maybe someone sees that and they're like, please come paint on our chalkboard. And then I like land some chalkboard painting residency somewhere in New York, as I imagine. And I hustle and bustle and I end up landing in some sort of chalkboard paint artist gallery. And I become super famous for that. You know, like, that's not really for me to decide. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's crazy, right? But like, what do you honestly feel great about? And then just fangirl the fuck out of yourself. Yup, do it. Why? Um, It's not going to make you feel bad. It just isn't. It isn't. And it's also not going to take away from your skill building ability to be able to speak on your greatness when called on because people are about to be calling on you. I'm just saying, in case you didn't know, it's going to happen. Okay. So that's my great thing. Take time, recognize yourself for your great thing. It's called greatness grounding. You can write it in a journal. You could say it out loud. You could do whatever you want with that. The important thing is that you are grounding yourself there, that you are either starting or ending or middling your day with your greatness, right? Okay. Today's topic is on underdogs. And I myself am by no means an underdog and yet I am right like we're all an underdog in some sort of sense of our story although some people aren't and you're just like you're lucky or you're not like I can't really decide I I'm kind of starting to believe that this is my favorite part of the story now and when I first started, this part of the story, the one that was going to be like impossible and uncomfortable, that that was like the exact reason why I shouldn't start. And now being a year out from that moment, this is the exact reason why it needed to start like that. Because here's hope, right? For the hundreds of people that hear this, there's hope. Like, I started at the very beginning with just a handful of dreams of things that I knew true to who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And I wanted to start disproving that all of these things were wrong. And I will tell you, in the disapproval process, 
I was like questioning if that was right or not. And in some portions of the last year, there were places where I was like, this isn't going to be possible. And so let's go ahead and recommit to the normal structure, the normal confines of what life is supposed to look like. So I would recommit to my nine to five, probably two or three times. Um, and there are like tearful moments when I decide that like it just wasn't working no matter what I did. And I would like press and want so bad. And now watching, I just watched a portion of The Social Dilemma. Thank you, Karina. Wow, you're such a great friend to, you know, suggest that um, because it's really messing with my mind. I didn't even watch the whole thing. Uh, but I think it's The Social Dilemma. I don't know. One of the social <laughs> Netflix series, but this one's on Cambridge Analytica and it's also on psychographics. And I used to do a lot of work in <laughs> psychographic segmentation in trying to get that implemented in my health system. And so they don't talk about it that much. Like you would have to listen and hear that word, but they say psychographics in like one portion and it's on some things. Um, and so then I'm just like, even on a deeper level, like, whoa, this is, this is where I used to work. And I remember like getting a high from seeing the data from analyzing data sets and realizing how much power this gave me as a marketer. And if you hear that and you're like, hey, she's a marketer, so duh, of course she knows how to do this stuff. Um, yes, that background absolutely helped me with this. But in order to apply marketing, generally you have to have a budget. And I committed early on to never marketing this podcast in that way, in any way that required monetary contribution. So I didn't use that background. Now, do I know how to run an Instagram account? Not really, not great. I don't know when I'm supposed to post. I just post when it feels right to me. Um, so that's a side note. So I'm watching this and I'm realizing holy crap, this is what I used to do. This is this is who I, I used to be. This is who I wanted to be. I remember crying in my actual closet about being turned away from meetings that like at one point, for some reason, I got moved into the closet that's attached to my office. I don't even remember why. Maybe I was painting. Maybe I was putting something up. But for like a week of time, I was moved into that closet. I remember sitting in there recording a podcast and breaking down in tears because I had just, I had gotten to bring this amazing, the amazingness of psychographics to the table. And then I wasn't allowed to sit there. Like meetings were happening because of the work that I had done. And I didn't get to bring it all the way forth. And I remember sitting in there and just being like, it hurts, right? To not be invited to the next freaking meeting, to keep to keep being invited to bring all these things up, but then not be invited to the table to help bring it all to life, right? Like 
I would essentially just polish everything up well enough to be accepted, but I wouldn't be in the room when it was or wasn't accepted. I would never be able to like fight for what I knew. And at that point, that was really hard for me because I was kind of like, well, I'm going to do this podcast as a side thing and I'm just going to enjoy it and see where we go, but I'll probably never do anything with it. But like, let's just keep going for the sake of going because we have one person listening. Let's keep going. And I really wanted to be accepted there. And there was a reason that I wouldn't. Right now that everything has played out, it makes sense that I wasn't. But I I just wanted to prove myself wrong. That's the whole test. And that's like such a risky thing to go in to like forge your career on. Like I knew what I knew for marketing and I knew that I did work to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars for not most of the time. And the biggest thing that I learned from marketing is that organic is your best form. And so most of the time that you would be best interested to serve your audience should be spent just doing that. Like this, if you even have one person, you serve, you overserve, you feed, you talk, you invest, like you do that. And that's not like, hey, I'm going to invest all this time. That's just like, be a good person, right? So that that's what I did. As a marketing strategist, I would help to launch campaigns. But the the bigger side of the work that I did would really be on the back end because we would spend money and be driving people into a bad experience. And so that money wouldn't really do any good. Um, and that's where I focused a lot of my time on that journey portion. And I can tell you right now, if there's anything that is worth spending your time, it's there. Like, I maybe it was Jess Ekstrom. Um, she had said in a book group that I was in that good marketing just turns a bad book faster, right? Like, and that's so true. That's what I learned in my 10 years as a marketing strategist expert. Like, you could spend all the money in the world, but if you aren't willing to take care of people, to love people, to just like freaking help and be a good human being and answer and talk and be there for people, then all that money is for not if it's not true. If you aren't really that person, if you really don't set that clear intention of who you are and why you're here. And we talked about that yesterday, right? How important that is because that is your focal point. And that's what I would keep telling myself. Like you said, Hannah, if you could help just one person, that would be enough. So you have to keep going. You helped one person. And even if that one person is the only one to stay, 
right? Are you true to what you said? And yeah, like we're, we're still, we're still getting coffee. We still hang out. Like that one person was so much a guiding star for me that I can't, I can't ever leave her or repay her. Right. And she didn't have to because it was really bad. And she might just be the, a better human being on this planet. Um, than I ever will be, which I'm pretty sure she actually is. Um, but you can be the underdog. You can absolutely win. You can start at zero. You can. And I'm still out here figuring that out. Like yesterday was the, oh, oh right. That was like the here's the thing. You're never going to leave without discomfort. You are going to have to be the underdog at something. And I by no means am the biggest underdog that's ever existed. But I can tell you here were the things that were just sitting in front of me when I first started. Most of the people that I would tell that I was doing a podcast didn't even know what that was. So I couldn't really cling to and count on my audience at hand, right? Like, so I couldn't do a Facebook post to my, I don't know, however many followers were there. Most of them weren't listening. And I can tell you by and large, most of the people in my network were not at all interested in what I had to say. So the few of them that did listen were nice enough to give me really terrible, <laughs> mean feedback to certainly stop me from impending doom um, and failure, which is wonderful um, that I didn't listen. Okay. And so that was just like in my network, because that's really who's going to help you is the people who are just kind of sitting right around you. So the moment that I realized that they're not going to be the people... I just start banking on consistency, period. Like, let's just keep showing up. Let's just keep seeing where this goes. Because you don't look like what everyone else does. And so, to me, I interpret that as, so I have to show up as something different in order to deliver where other people aren't. And initially, the everyday thing really was just in me growing in my confidence. It wasn't like, oh, produce so many episodes that the compound interest of what you're doing someday pays off for you. No, because I really started thinking I would probably stop after six months. Um, but the daily thing was just because I wrote in my journal, if I had it here, I probably have an old one somewhere. Um, I wrote in my journal that I wanted to speak every day. And at some point that wasn't happening. It wasn't happening in my job. And so I had to just start pulling out a microphone every day to make that happen. So we speak every day. Yeah. And so that just made sense for me. And now it's like, this is exactly what I could have benefited from when I first started my journey, like someone to just keep me grounded and moving forward, someone to just keep challenging the way that I'm thinking about whatever it is that I'm doing. And 
that story, right, will just keep moving you forward. And um, you, you just owe it to yourself to see. And I'm telling you right now, like, I'm, I have put myself out here. Here's the hypothesis. In my mind, my limiting beliefs that I presented to myself were that I would have to be privileged. I would have to have connection and money. And I would have to be super smart to do something like this. And so I set out on a journey to prove all of those things wrong. And I went at them aggressively. Right? Like, okay, fine. I'm not smart enough to write. Fine. Hey, in case you haven't noticed on my podcast, everything is not capitalized. There's a reason. The origin of that is because I told myself early on that I wasn't smart enough to write. And yes, there are always errors. Okay. But in order to like work myself past that, I was putting out unpolished writings, right? Like nothing is capitalized. And that really was to just prove to myself that people will still like it. That it's okay. Right? You're going to mess up. And so I purposely messed up and I used myself and my work as a test for all of this. Then I also purposely never put money behind any marketing because I wanted to prove to myself that you don't have to spend money to get an audience. In fact, it'll just end up hurting you because you're going to attract people who are just boosting your numbers, but they aren't actual people who like you, right? So I never put any money into it. And I was sort of purposely putting myself as an underdog to help prove, like, if this is all right, if I end up getting anywhere, then I'll prove that whatever you want to do is possible. And I'm willing to sacrifice the entirety of my work and my life to do that for all of us. Right? To show up and say the things like, I'm middle class and I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to be able to get above that. That's what I would say to myself. These are the things that were holding me back from doing the things that I wanted to do my entire life. But I wasn't willing to say that. Right? And to just honestly get to a point in your life where you go, what am I doing? Like, what am I here to do? I know that there's more here. Is this it? Is this really all that we're going to do? And you can show up at that point. And you can say, nope, there's more. And you can start as the biggest underdog that has ever existed. And you owe it to yourself to do that, right? To do that work, to love yourself enough to make it happen. And hopefully, (laughs) right, as I volunteer as tribute here, hopefully what I'll prove is that Showing up for yourself, showing up for the things that you care about, 
for your intention, for your why, for whatever it is you're set here on this earth to do is enough. Like, then just love and show up and be a great person and be yourself, be who you are. There's so much beauty in the person you are and the story that you are set here on this earth to tell. If there's one thing I'm obsessed with, it's people's stories. I always have been. Like, you couldn't just sit down with me and have a conversation about who who you are without getting into, like, how are you here? Okay. Hi, I'm a receptionist. Uh, Oh my gosh. How did you decide to become a receptionist? Is that what you always wanted to do? Is this who you want to be in this world? What do you like about that? What's going on? Like, this is just who I naturally was in the world. And I don't think I was ever looking at that as something that was really cool about me. Like, I just thought I was kind of annoying. (laughs) or like hoping to be a town gossip and I never really gossip. So all that to be said, it's like you can be an underdog. It's okay. We're all there at some point. We're all underdogs in some way and no one gets anywhere thinking that they're above that. Like champion that be your biggest fan of your underdog moment. Just do it. Okay. Okay. All right. As always, you're smart. You're strong. You're beautiful. What are you going to do? You come say it. Oh, I'm trying to get Baylor to say it. Change the world. This goes out to the underdogs. Keep on keeping it what you love. You'll find that someday soon enough you gon' rise up, rise up, yeah. Sorry, I just like, I kept singing that to myself downstairs as I'm like (laughs) exercising and prepping for the show. And I completely forgot that I wanted to sing that. Not that I'm a good singer, just that I think that's such a great song to just keep you going when you're feeling low and lost and wondering if what you're doing even makes a difference. Like it does, it's good and it's beautiful and just keep going. Love yourself enough to keep going. Hey loves, I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. If you want more, you want the weekly update. And this is called the Don't Do It Alone, your weekly guide to greatness. That really is going to give you the inside look at the tactics from the weekly discussions that we have right here. Um, That's a weekly guide to greatness that you need in your inbox. Go over to nusink.com. And the first thing you'll see is the subscribe now um, to get that in your inbox. I would love hang out with you and give you a way to apply the things that we talk about on this show to your life. Um, as always, you can find me on Instagram at the death of a dream. Um, find me there, follow me there. Let's chat. Uh, cause I know that some of this stuff is impacting you in bigger ways. And I'd love to talk with you about it. What's going on? How are you using this? How is this changing you? And as always, if something hits with you, please share it. Please go ahead, review this. This 
movement, the death of a dream movement is about rising one another, finding new ways to look at the world, finding new approaches to life and growing together. We are a community of mostly women who are looking to change our lives in some way. So like, share, comment, review. That's how you can pay me back if this has helped you in any way. I'm so grateful for you and everything that you are doing.